Before we get into today's Reddit stories, I first of all need to tell you about one of my other favorite Reddit podcasts out there, The OKOP Show. If you guys are looking for even more daily Reddit content, then The OKOP Show with John and Sam is perfect for you. Just search for the letters OKOP wherever you get your pods. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Welcome to r slash pro revenge where this unbelievable lawyer helps save a couple's life Honestly, it's people like this attorney that give me hope. This guy is incredible. Here we go An attorney's dream case my parents versus the bank in 1973 My parents had enough money to build a little ranch house in the country The small bank in town approved the mortgage and the bank signed a contract to give bob the money to build the house Bob as it turns out was overbooking himself all over town Leaving his clueless minions to do the actual work The build took longer and longer with more and more work having to be ripped out and redone We're not talking about using the wrong color paint or nailing up some wonky trim here The architect forgot to fully erase a line on the blueprints and the framers built a wall through the bathtub My mother was told don't put anything heavy in the kitchen cabinets because they were attached to the drywall Not the studs using a few roofing nails through the back of each cabinet The garage door opening was framed into the living room instead of towards the driveway and so on When the bank's representative showed up for the final inspection My parents met him in the front yard and refused to sign off on bob's work Then the representative became angry as the bank had paid bob a lot of money He strode to the front door and pulled on the doorknob whereupon the entire door casing included fell on him It has simply been wedged not nailed into place The bank called bob who finally showed up to supervise the work himself The only problem was that bob wasn't any better at building a house than his minions were My parents still refused to sign off on the house My mother was a stay-at-home mum in a nasty rental with two tiny children While my dad was working two jobs while this was going on Throughout the entire process the bank and bob treated them very poorly Bullying my mum and lying to my dad What should have been an exciting time for my parents was ruined My mum cried a lot and my dad got depressed Finally, the bank threatened my parents with foreclosure and Bob threatened to sue my parents for breach of contract because the bank refused to pay him any more money. So my exhausted parents went to an attorney and gave him the rundown. Plumbing, electrical, tiling issues, the whole sorry mess. My parents were scared. All they had was their small down payment savings. So if this became a lengthy court battle, the bank and Bob would win. The attorney, Tom, was kind. But my dad said he could tell that he and mum were doomed from tom's facial expressions as he sorted through the paperwork Then abruptly tom smiled Let's get everyone together for a meeting. He told my parents tomorrow So my parents tom the bank's representative the bank's attorney bob and bob's attorney met at the bank Tom didn't give anyone else time to begin. He said well my clients have decided that they no longer want this house Please remove it. Everyone else starts to laugh. Remove it? Have you lost your mind? Tom, in a sweeping theatrical gesture, 
placed a deed on the table. My clients own the land the house is sitting on outright. They no longer want the house. So get the house off my client's land. Bob's attorney stared at the deed and then turned and stared at Bob. You built a house on land you don't own? Bob nodded. The bank's attorney started yelling at the bank's representative. You didn't finance the land the house is on? The representative stammered. Uh, no. Tom said firmly. As I said, gentlemen, you're trespassing on my client's land. I expect the house to be removed and the land returned to its original state at once. My dad said he'll remember the blank looks everyone on the other side of the table passed to one another for his whole life. Sure, the bank could foreclose on a house that wouldn't exist by the end of the week with no way to recoup the money. They didn't even own the land it was on. Bob was out the 50% he'd paid out of pocket. Plus, he was on the hook for tearing down the house and removing it. On top of that, the bank would undoubtedly want him to repay the initial 50% they'd given him. So could they have gone after my parents? Well, sure. A foreclosure would have meant bad credit for my parents moving forward, and they might lose their down payment. But to sign off on the house in its condition at that time would have meant thousands and thousands of dollars in cash to replace slash repair everything from the roof to the basement before the house could be safely lived in. The bank knew my parents didn't have that kind of money, but they're the ones who approved the mortgage. Suddenly, my parents were good people. It was all such a misunderstanding and the bank and Bob couldn't do enough for them. The house was brought in line with the original blueprints and specifications immediately at no extra cost to my parents, but at considerable cost to Bob. My parents signed the mortgage. Bob got the rest of his money and just about broke even on the build. The bank's representative was fired. And Tom, attorney extraordinaire, got a stinging tale of triumph to recall to fellow attorneys for the rest of his life. And there we go. Wow. I mean, throughout all of that, I was just thinking if this attorney, Tom, didn't show up or, you know, they got another attorney that wasn't as good at their job, they could have been in some serious, serious trouble. Now, a couple of things that OP has added to give some more context to this story, which I'll put on screen right now and read out. First of all, before you question this tale, please remember that 1973 was 50 years ago. That is when this story took place. Banks did things differently back then. Smaller rural banks in particular were not run the same way the bigger city banks were. There were far fewer federal regulations and in a smaller community, people didn't always follow them anyway. I'm pretty sure they don't always follow them now. Yeah, that's fair enough. This does seem like, you know, some of the the regulations and and some of the the ways in which the bank, Bob, etc. have a working relationship or going about this sort of deal are a little bit strange. But yeah, fair point. This did happen half a century ago, so that is understandable. And secondly, OP continues saying that, yes, they did actually build a wall through the bathtub. No, I'm not making that up. I even left out how a plumber left his lunch bag on a partially built kitchen cabinet, but the cabinet maker didn't feel it was his job to move the bag. So he left it there and built the rest of the cabinet around it. Oh my word. I don't know where Bob found these people, but they were gems. Every one of them unbelievable i mean yeah crazy everyone in this story just really isn't up to their job i think we can all agree on that but my word i'm just so happy that that tom really helped save your parents now for our next story of revenge when i wrote my dad's obituary i didn't mention my mum and exposed her years of abuse and neglect my dad died december the 1st 2022 he briefly lived with me before his passing after a long stint of being chronically ill for the past 15 plus years as his health declined he relied more on my mum for things 
Prior to this, she was never a great person and fully took advantage of his disability and mobility issues as he declined. For years, she claimed to be separated and divorced, talking to other men on the internet. She made claims many times that she was going to move away and marry someone else. In addition, she took advantage of him financially. We tried every legal avenue we could find to have her kicked out, arrested, or force her out. But those attempts were met with responses that it was a civil matter and there was nothing that could be done. He made me durable power of attorney and added me to all his accounts. This is a small portion of her abuse, but I promise her actions were no less than neglectful and exploitive. I tried for years to get my dad to move in with me, but he wasn't leaving the house he worked so hard to pay for. I brought him home on hospice the day after Thanksgiving and made sure his final days were the best they could be. After meeting with the funeral home to carry out his final wishes, I was told they required consent from my mother to allow me to cremate him. It was no surprise she initially told me no and only agreed after I allowed her to keep the social security survivor benefits which would have been hers anyway. So I wrote his obituary and left her out of it. There was not a single word or mention he'd ever been married or had a spouse. I didn't feel she deserved to be recognized or viewed as a grieving widow when she spent their marriage as a trashy spouse and person. She lost her mind and there were many questions from friends and family alike. I've spent years in therapy working through maternal narcissistic abuse and believe if she didn't want me to talk about it, she shouldn't have done it. When people asked about it, I was honest about the years of abuse my father and I endured from her. I've completely ruined the public image and victim complex she spent years creating. I might be the villain and the jerk in this scenario, but I'd do it again in a heartbeat. Honestly, OP, I think the method that you used there was literally the perfect way that you could have gone about this. You did it. That is literally ideal. It it takes a lot of, I don't know, I guess patience being calm and just kind of knowing what the right thing to do in this spot is to get the best effect doing what you did because i'm not gonna lie if i was in that sort of spot i really really would have been tempted i would have had to like hold myself back so much from going in on her in the obituary and just letting everyone know off the bat bang this is what she did she's a terrible person and that is why i hate her uh etc etc but what you did was actually better Because this person clearly just wants attention. It's so obvious, right? They're just attention seeking. They probably have been their entire life. I mean, treating you and and your dad absolutely awfully, but then yeah, claiming that they're the victim in all of this. To be honest, I imagine that, that their life is the topic of conversation in every single one of their conversations. And by not giving her any airtime at all, you're starving her of oxygen which is the one thing that she craves if it's good if it's bad i kind of feel like this person doesn't really care they just want all the attention and you gave her none importantly though when people ask you you did actually say what happened which is good people need to know it's a bad thing that she's done and and how she's acted over the years but yeah by just completely omitting her from the entire obituary that is so so good you've pretty much just starved her of everything she wanted A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Now for our third story. IT Pro Revenge on Cheating Wife. This takes place before smartphones were omnipresent. I had a friend, we'll call him Bob, that was suspicious of his wife's social circle. One of her closest friends had been caught cheating and tried to throw her under the bus as well. 
Now, Bob had no proof and things settled down for a while. Bob was an IT professional and very, very good with PCs and networks. Nearly a year later, Bob's wife is acting shady again after her high school reunion. He confides in me and we talk through some scenarios. He jokingly mentioned a keylogger. He finally asked me to just drop it and most of all, don't tell anyone, not even your wife. A couple of months pass and I'm up early, 5.30 to 6, getting ready for work. I get a Facebook messenger notification and see that I've been sent a link from Bob, but it's a group chat. It's literally everyone we know, her family, his family, our friends, strangers, everyone. I didn't open it, it looked like a phishing link, even though it came from him, who's extremely cautious. A short while later, I get an email from Bob with some ominous slash unsavory comments and the same link. It's a group email with the recipients open copied, his wife's work, her family, her friends, his family, and other people I didn't know. I knew this was now legitimate, so I opened it. The link was to a hastily made website containing pictures and videos of his wife and another man. This wasn't hidden camera footage. It was screenshots, including video screen captures. Weeks worth of screenshots. He'd captioned each item with snarky comments and colorful names for his wife and her lover. It was an embarrassing amount of evidence. Videos of her masturbating with her lover. Chat logs about how they can't wait to screw again. Solo masturbation vids of her and him. Tons of pictures. And the straw that broke the camel's back, trash talking her husband to her lover. Comments about how much bigger and better he was. Her efforts to stroke her lover's ego were especially hurtful. I dropped what I was doing and called him. He was drunk and combative. He'd been up all night making the website and drowning in liquor. Not one good word to say about women in general. He was extremely emotional, but after some work, I convinced him to take the website down before it does irreparable damage to his marriage, their careers, and his children. As he's sobbing and logging in to remove the website, I hear loud yelling as she bursts into the room. A screaming match ensues, and there's nothing I can do to pull him back. Apparently, her mother or sister saw the page, blew up her phone until she woke up and answered. She saw the website and went on the offensive. The phone call drops after 30 seconds of her screaming while Bob is calling her a whore and I can't contact him again. The website was still up for the rest of the day and he was kind enough to put a view counter on it. Oh my goodness. Hundreds of people watched her masturbating with a married former classmate. Wow, this this episode's taken a turn for the worst. Bob had done his homework. He installed a keylogger that records the whole screen. When he was out, she would log into the PC and or Facebook and play with her boyfriend. Bob had found her lover, his family, his wife, his wife's family, his job, etc, etc. All of these people were, of course, included in the Facebook and email groups. I do not know what became of her lover and his marriage, but I do know what happened to Bob's life. His wife was desperate to make amends. She tried and offered everything. In the end, it was her comments about her lover and his prowess that were her undoing. Bob tried to take her back, even after all his friends and family had seen her naked and cheating, but he couldn't get over the comments about his manhood. Bob eventually left her, gained about 100 pounds, and then finally moved as far away as possible and became a horrible human being. I have no idea what he's doing now, as he went scorched earth with most friendships and his family. She's gross and has a face shaped like a bowling ball now. Line forms at the rear. Oh, wow. There we go. This was a pretty, like, kind of innocent vid. 
so far innocent episode a couple of like you know good stories but nothing too crazy and then that like this is the sort of story that i'm not gonna lie as a as an onlooker not knowing bob or his ex or even op i just kind of love because it's just like everyone kind of just got absolutely screwed bob's life's now awful his ex's life is now awful op was saying please don't do this bob oh wait no you've done it and ruined everyone's life and now everyone knows what she did um it's crazy i mean even think of her her family her bosses seeing those videos oh goodness me it's insane like nobody has won in this situation at all everyone has lost and i'm all for it this is bordering on nuclear revenge i mean to be fair op you said it it's scorched earth is there such a thing as r slash scorched earth revenge where someone does something and has no care for what they leave behind and doesn't even care for their own future i mean wow insane i guess it was a pretty insane thing that happened that justified this insane revenge right and after that absolute catastrophe of a story we've got time for one more i was fired early in my career by a team of two senior people i reported to revenge came in time when i was in my early 20s trying to make it in the world and just starting out i reported to a senior sales team as a junior salesperson really it was a support role and i knew my place Watch, stay quiet, learn, and help them. I report to a lady who was mid-level and a senior guy who was head of sales. I was green, and while I was seeking mentorship and periodically asking for advice to improve how I was able to support them, they mistook that for incompetence. It was simple things like learning what format each of them preferred their daily reports in and tasks they had to do. I also had an issue because the senior guy basically stole my first bonus at the three-month mark. It was a tiny amount to him, but a lot for young me. Now, I didn't officially complain, but I asked him about how he was able to keep my bonus when it was obvious that it tracked back to my efforts on the data. He didn't like that and didn't pay me. I was doing a good job. I'm fully aware of my skills. But with the explanation, it's just not working out, they fired me a few weeks later. I spent a couple of months getting a new job, which turned out to be an amazing smaller firm where I was appreciated, mentored correctly, and thrived. The new firm was very successful about two years later after i'd become a vital but still junior part of the smaller company my former firm closed up in the region and put everyone out of work so i saw through the glass while walking by the boardroom one day that the senior guy who stole my bonus was being interviewed for a job at my current firm my current superiors didn't see me walk by but my old boss and i made eye contact now in a small sales team at a small firm it's important to have a nice working relationship and trust it's also a lot of selfish salespeople who are there to make money and don't like being ripped off so later that afternoon i quietly mentioned to the one boss i saw x in the office today when i walked by i used to work for him and that jerk stole my bonus one time it was all I needed to say because the last thing my current boss needed was a person who'd do that on our team. Then times got tough and I know that man spent two years looking for work. Six or seven years later, I was at a new company in a more senior role and the one lady who I originally reported to called me and was selling at a new firm and she was calling to ask if I'd be interested in purchasing from her. I didn't know that she started working there. The firm she was with was selling something that was very basic and interchangeable to competing firms. She'd gone from selling important things to selling a nothing product after the original firm closed. She acted all happy and nice to me and recalled the great job I did when we worked together. I also know she didn't want to be talking to me 
but her call log said she had to call. I told her thanks and sent me along an official quote and proposal, which is several hours of work for her. In the industry we were in, she was paid not only on new sales, but a net sales measurement, meaning she had to retain clients as well as bring in new ones. I had a lot of commitment at the firm she was now at. While she spent her afternoon drafting a proposal, I spent a couple of hours pulling all my business from that company and subbing it for a competitor up the streets. She emailed me a full proposal and mentioned she was excited to be working with me again and supporting my business. She had no idea yet that I just pulled everything and she would never receive a bonus this year because of the size of the amount I pulled. The next day, she emailed me quite upset and had CC'd her boss, who I've known for years and had a good working relationship with. I replied to Wall and thanked her and said I decided to go with a competitor because it just won't work out as I find your approach to business dealings to be insincere. Her boss emailed me back directly and asked what happened. And I replied that I just don't think she's a sincere person. My business to their firm was worth more than her job. And she didn't last more than a month there after that. Well, there we go. Back to a little bit more normality in this final episode. Good stuff. This is more the sort of thing I was expecting when I started this episode off. Uh, Yeah, three of these stories, I guess. Pretty normal. That, uh, That third story, though. Wow. I will say, though, it's fantastic revenge nonetheless. I mean, you've absolutely destroyed this woman's career. And again, I've said it before and I'll say it again. You never know who your employees or just anyone really is going to become in the future and how important they might be to you. So you've got to be nice. You can't steal things of people because down the line, it might just cost you your job. Anyway, guys, that is going to do it for this one. Really hope you enjoyed it. If you did and you want more revenge stories from me, check them out. Link down below in the description or on screen if you're on YouTube. Whatever platform you're on, subscribe, follow, whatever the button is to follow me and keep up to date with with my daily stuff, click it, and I'll see you guys all tomorrow for some more Reddit content. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.